0: Welcome to The Inspiration Show podcast with your host, Natalie Ledwell. If you'd like to tune in to The Inspiration Show TV channel and watch all of the episodes, as well as receive six pre-made mind movies valued at $234, please go to www.theinspirationshow.tv.
1: Today on the show, Don Jose Ruiz discusses his book, The Fifth Agreement, and explains why we need to be skeptical of our inner voice, but learn to listen to our hearts. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is the Inspiration Show. And today I'm here with Don Jose Ruiz. Hi Don. Hi, Hi, Don no, sorry, <laughs> Jose. How are you? Oh very, very, very happy to be here this morning. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. Um, now, the reason I have you here today is that we're actually going to be talking about The Fifth Agreement, which is a book that you co-authored with your father. Now, we actually recorded a video, or I recorded a video about a month ago talking about the four agreements. Um, so, uh, what I might do is actually first start a little bit about your story and your background, and then we can start talking about the book. So. Okay,
0: yes, uh, when I first uh, had the memories, I began uh, learning from my father, from my grandmother and my mother, and what they taught me was love and discipline, you know, just uh, things from the heart. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, grew up into being a teenager and then get into the peer pressures of life in the neighborhood. Yes. So in that moment I began uh, following the wrong path, you know, in school. And uh, then little by little I got in, in absorbed by that kind of way of life until something happened that one of my best friends uh, had a car accident and he died. And I was supposed to be in the car with them, but I, my dad took me for the weekend to San Diego. Mm-hmm. So I live in Tijuana. But when I came back to Tijuana, they, got me, they told me the news. It was like the first time I had a reality check inside of me that I was choosing negativity in my life without being aware of it. So in that moment, I went for my dad for, for help, and he put a big smile on his face and says, welcome back home, my son. And in that moment, I've been like, uh, learning every experience that could happen and uh, one of the final things that really woke me up was my dad's uh, heart attack. To mm. see him for the first time there, and that's when he went to a nine-week coma. It's when I decided to step into the family lineage.
1: Right. So you grew up in Mexico? Yes. Yep. And uh, you, uh, you and, and your father are Toltec shamans. Yes. Yeah. What, what, is, that, what is a Toltec shaman?
0: Well, the Toltec shaman in Mexico is called nagual. It's called the space in between. It's basically the human who loves and learns from life and if you know first loving life is you love, love the body mm-hmm. to put attention to the body because you cannot connect to anything outside of you if you don't connect with yourself first so a person who's connected to life that is what an nawal or a shaman means is the one who is a service to the gift that was given to us.
1: So with the Taltic, uh, Celtic shamans you have certain knowledge that gets passed down from generation is this through stories or through books or how is that done?
0: Well it's basically through presence you know children learn not what you tell them they learn how you live your life yes and uh this is one thing that everybody should live their life how they would that's why my grandmother once told me son if i catch you living my life my way of traditions then you're killing culture and she said the same thing about you You start living like your father is living and not living your dream you're killing culture the thing is that you have to live your dream live your passion live your inspiration let it free and the moment that you are in that connection, you are passing the lineage of the torch of the Toltec tradition, and
1: here we are today. Right, excellent. So, um, we, like I said, we, we've done a book review on the four agreements, and what are the four agreements again?
0: The first agreement is to be impeccable with our words. Yes. And uh, Do not take anything personally, the second. Yes. The third, not making assumptions, and the fourth, always do your best.
1: That's right. Um, and I, I love don't take anything personally. It's very, I love that one because a lot of it is, you know, what, we talk, what you talk about in, well, in the fourth agreement and in the fifth agreement is how, you know, you were given certain stories as you were growing up, but we were given certain stories as well based on um, our families or our parents, the stories that they were given. Um, now, when we talk about the fifth agreement, what is the fifth agreement?
0: The fifth agreement is to be skeptical but to learn to listen but not skeptical in a social position that I'm more intelligent than anybody else or, you know. No, it's a skeptical of one's own negativity. Like you would say, I cannot change, it's so difficult. Right there is an agreement that you won't change. So what will happen if you don't believe those voices that you tell yourself? Yeah. You, you can find the, the force and the power that inspires you to not believe in those lies and when you take action not this to that negativity, You just know that you're giving yourself your own gift.
1: Yeah. So when we say be skeptical, we're skeptical to our inner voice, we're skeptical to to anything else. What are we we skeptical about?
0: Well, it's like Abraham Lincoln once said, if I do good, I feel good. Mm -hmm. If I do bad, I feel bad, and that's my religion. So when we think about ourselves, we know when we're telling the truth to ourselves and we're telling lies to ourselves. So if we say we want to achieve something in life and we go, I can't, I can't do this, and you put all the complaints, then right there you're making an agreement that you cannot change. But what happens if you're skeptical to that, if you don't believe that, if you don't give your attention to that? Because wherever we put our attention, that is what we're going to perceive. So being skeptical frees us because if it was the doubt to put us in trapping in a dream that we cannot progress, let's use the same doubt to leave that dream behind and make our life happen
1: yeah absolutely so okay so we're going to be skeptical and definitely be skeptical to the the negative inner voice that we have going um so what are we listening to
0: well we're listening to our heart because as we can say we humans were so intelligent they would create any justification any excuse to not take action in the truth that we feel but we know if something's going against us, you know, if we have an addiction to overeat or not eat or any kind of smoking cigarettes or any kind of a way of life that's negative, you know that that's hurting you. So the truth inside of you is k- take care of you. Yeah. Because at one point in my life, I knew the meaning of life for me. Yes. And the meaning of life for me is, you know, to take care of Jose. Because mm-hmm. I know what makes Jose happy and I know what makes Jose unhappy. And how do I know this? Because I am Jose.
1: Yes. <laughs> Exactly, and you're listening to to your heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, when did you when did you guys write the book?
0: Well, we wrote it in 2008, I believe, Mm -hmm. and it it came out in 2000, like around 2010.
1: Yeah, and you worked closely with your father on writing the book.
0: Yes, and it was a very interesting period in my life because I would never dream that I would uh, write a book with him, not even teach with him. Mm. But when uh, he woke up from the nine week coma, and I learned him to speak. Is when I say to myself, it's time to give gratitude. To and the give gratitude is to give what everything he give to me. So twenty years ago, before that happened, he used to teach a course called messenger training. But in that time, he said to everybody of the apprentices, "It feels like I'm talking to the wall. You guys need crutches." Yes. So when he was in coma, I says, "I will learn that," mm-hmm. and then I will share it. And okay, it happens. I begin learning it, and then I begin teaching it. And when my father uh, recover how to talk, walk, because he had a the heart attack, yes. he had to re- remember all those things. He said, what are you doing with your life, said, now? He said, I'm teaching. And he goes, what are you teaching? Messenger training. <laughs> what? No. So he came to visit in one of the workshops that I was presenting. And he was witnessing how the people were listening. And one of the things was the pure heart talking. It was no longer about knowledge. It was about heart to heart. And um, well, seven years passed. And in those seven years, my dream came true that I was teaching co with my father. And then when Amber Allen sent somebody and was listening to, to the information and Janet Mills saw this information, said so this is the PIP agreement mm. and this is when the book came into procedure and, and the rest is you know, it's one of the dreams come true.
1: That's right, because uh, the, f- the four agreements was actually written in the early 90s. Yes,
0: 1997.
1: And I think it was a message a little bit before its time. But, uh, and I know that Oprah and Ellen and a lot of people have got behind the fourth, uh, the four agreements. Um, so why wasn't the fifth agreement included in the four agreements?
0: Because I believe it, 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 it was not time. Yeah. I think that, that was enough time because I remember when I first got those four agreements and they looked so simple.
1: Yeah. But when I tried <laughs> to
0: apply them, I was aware I... that there was nothing to learn but to unlearn everything that I go against myself, all the habits. Mm. So this was like the presentation. So the FIFA agreement wasn't presented back then because it was not time, but today is the time when all cultures and generations is very interesting when we, as the apprentice of life, we learn and we listen to life and we become our own teacher. And we take that um, information and now it's part to living it.
1: Yep, Excellent. absolutely. And I think too, I, I think everyone is feeling this too. We, especially in this year, and we're going to do, a, a, this is another video we're going to do about the 2012, but there's this whole wave of people that are all of a sudden becoming aware and are realising that we, that, we, that we want to evolve to the next level um, and that the way things are going right now is, is you know, not sustainable, is not happening. So h- how many people do, have you reached with your message?
0: Well, one of the most beautiful things is that uh, the books have been translated in more than 37 languages. Wow. And uh, it's so beautiful because it's not about religion, it's not about sex, it's not about race, it's about integrity, because I remember the first time that I read the Four Agreements, I flipped it so fast, and I turned to my father, and said, I know this information, and he goes, of course you know it, everyone knows it, it's integrity, talking to integrity, so in this time, we're we're arriving, waking up in integrity, and we can no longer fool ourselves or be manipulated by lies, because we have the internet, we have social, now we are having a voice as a village, and Mm -hmm. this is the most important thing about this time, is to restore culture that's... You're taking away with negativity because in the whole world, they speak two languages, negativity and positivity. Mm. Now, it's the question, what language do we speak in our homes?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what's the the main message that you want to achieve with with the Fifth Agreement?
0: It's the freedom. The freedom to live your life like you want to live it is a gift for us. So when we have this awareness, let's make history before we forget ourselves and bring positivity like we were saying earlier. The children, they learn not what we say to them is how we live our life. Mm. So if we start living in integrity and using our own uh, message to hear ourselves because when we hear our own message we cannot lie to ourselves because we speak in our own language. And yeah. I don't mean Spanish, English or French. I mean how we understand the word and this is how everything changes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I was reading the book last night and going through and you talk about, uh, you know, the different symbols that we use uh, for the meanings of different things and how the symbols really aren't the truth. Can you explain a little bit more about that?
0: Yes, one thing that I was explaining growing up is that we give uh, sometimes more power to the symbol and then we have blind faith to the symbol. And the symbol is just there to get our attention. Mm. Like when we know that the symbology of speaking a language, I'm saying I love you, but I'm using that symbol to tell you I love you, but what I feel that I love you is from here. Yes. And another symbology way is uh, how we name things in languages, like in uh, this we call a couch. Mm -hmm. But in China or Japan, this is not a couch. I don't even know what it is in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) But but right there we find the importance of communication in our language. We can purify with integrity any kind of of negative kind of way of life by speaking with our heart. That way we can express with symbols to communicate with one another.
1: Right. Excellent. Um, Jose, thank you so much for coming in today and doing this with me. Um, If people want to find out more about you or get a copy of the book, Uh, Where where can we send them?
0: Well, I can send it to miguelruiz.com and to theuniverseofnow.com.
1: So, miguelruiz.com? Yes. And the university, so the university of now?
0: Not the universe of now.
1: The universe of now, dot com. Um, So you can go to either of those, or if you click on the banner to the side there, we'll send you through to miguelruiz.com so that you can get a a copy of the book. Um, You know, I know I've spoken before and said about how the four agreements should be in your top five must-have in your library, and I think the fifth agreement should absolutely be there as well. It just expands on what that that initial book was all about and just gives you so much more. I really was enjoying reading it last night. It was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, um, um, please share this video and the information in it, and you can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons above. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you put your email in the box above there because we'll send you six pre-made my movies and we'll keep you up to date with all of the upcoming shows. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.